Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism and on Teach Me Biology I am teaching my co-host and my little sister, Sarah Matthews. Biology, a level topic by topic to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey, dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Cool. Episode 19? 19. So I don't think I'm, I said enough last week that I was really proud of the progress you made with oh, the good. enzyme episodes. Yeah. Because the first one you were like nearly crying and then <laughs> by the end of it you were using the right language in the exam questions and mm-hmm. you'd really tried hard and so well done. Thank you. I think that was really good. It hasn't been said really so well done. Thanks. Proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are discussing um, the structure of DNA and RNA. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, and their function a little bit as well. It's actually getting into like my favourite stuff. So I'm massive, massive fan of genetics. Love all that. I love teaching mm. it, and I love you know, being able to understand it and uh, all the different things around it. I love it. So this is like the start of that. Understanding the, the structure of DNA is the start of that, and I think it's great. So what do you know about the two different molecules, DNA and RNA? I know that DNA is, it's like in our cells, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like a ladder shape. Yeah, good. And it's got chromosomes in it or something to do with chromosomes. Yeah, chromosomes. So, so DNA is, is super coiled uh-huh. into chromosomes. Oh, okay. So it is chromosomes. Yeah. DNA is super coiled into chromosomes and then all along the chromosomes are your genes. So that will right. all your genetic features. Uh-huh. That's what it, it all comes from there. Mm-hmm. basically and then the chromosomes are found in the nucleus of all our cells all our body cells that have a nucleus so yeah that's not bad not bad at all and the ladder thing is good already because we're going to talk about a structure today and you're going to know exactly why it's almost like mm-hmm. a ladder and it's twisted into a helix as well and what about rna do you know anything about rna not really no 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 so dna is obviously like hugely important it's basically the molecule that carries all our genetic information but rna is of a similar structure but it's used to sort of transfer genetic information so our dna stays in our cells in in our nucleuses dna is a very large molecule it doesn't leave the nucleus but protein synthesis the sort of product of why we have dna is to make protein and protein happens where protein synthesis happens on the remember from our very first episode in the cytoplasm, little tiny little organelles, or on the endoplasmic reticulum, it begins with an R. No. Ribosomes. Ribosomes. So, so the ribosomes... Could have got that. Yeah, so the genetic information that the DNA carries has to be brought to the ribosome, and uh, a type of RNA does that for us. Mm-hmm. So it copies that little bit of DNA that we need, and it transports out the nucleus, goes and finds a ribosome, and, and then we make the protein with amino acids and another type of RNA as well. But we won't go into that. It's a whole other episode. Okay. DNA, do you know what it stands for? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I did at one point in my life, but I don't know now. Yeah. Deoxyribonucleic acid. I never knew that. And then R, so RNA is just the ribonucleic acid bit. Right. Basically, because we say that RNA and DNA are nucleic acids, that's what we call them, the names will sort of become... Like, you'll understand why they're called that. 
once we look at the structure mm -hmm. okay so dna is a, is a double helix so you're talking about the the sort of ladder thing the spiral it's two double stranded so dna mm -hmm. is double stranded rna is only single stranded so we'll talk about that a little bit but actually quite importantly rna and dna are both polymers now okay. i know you know about polymers what do you know it's monomer and then polymer yeah there's monomers all together make a polymer. Yeah. yeah. So polymers are long strands of individual monomers, repeating monomers. Yeah. yeah. What we'll talk about first of all is the monomer for DNA or RNA. They're called nucleotides. I feel so, like we did that already. No? No? No, no. Hmm. Yes, yes, we did. When we when we talked about polymers, one of the examples was DNA. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we'll obviously have to talk about it in a lot more detail now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's your picture. Thank you. Okay, so this week's picture, again, uh, again for regular listeners, so hopefully you'll already know because you use them, hopefully. There are simple little resources available at teachmescience.co.uk. Basically just images that we used during the podcast that just makes it a bit more visual, visual for Sarah. So if you look at the top nucleotide. corner, the nucleotide, that's the monomer for DNA or RNA. Okay. okay. So we call it a mononucleotide, and you put them together and it becomes a polynucleotide. So kind of just using that different language, isn't it? Mm -hmm. in a way. You've got three components. So if you look at the individual nucleotides, you've got three components, and they are labelled so you can see what they are. Yep. You've got a phosphate, you've got a pentose sugar. And so, a base. And a base. So the pentose sugar is a five-carbon ring, mm -hmm. okay? So hence pentose, pent, meaning five, right, okay. referring to five. So a phosphate, a pentose sugar, and a base. Now, the bases we'll talk about more in a minute. There's four bases. DNA has four bases, okay? In fact, everything on Earth, we are a four-base planet, as it were, okay? So all DNA from anything that's from Earth has the, the same four bases. Does that kind of make sense? Not so yet. it's going to have, always going to have a, that? It's always going to have basic. one of four bases, Okay. If you look at the fact that they're they're bound together, again, condensation reaction, which is what binds everything together, isn't it? Right. Uh, the usual sort of condensation reaction that binds the three together. If you repeat those three down the chain, you will build up your DNA or RNA polymer. You can kind of see that in the, the, in the second RNA. picture. The RNA or the DNA. The RNA is a single strand, and then you've got the DNA, which is the two strands. It's the pentose sugar. That is bound to the the next phosphate on the diagram. And on the which one? Both. On both. So the pentose sugar in the top one is bound yep. to the next one's phosphate every time. It's two ester bonds that holds them together. And we call it a phosphodiester bond. The nucleotides are bound together with a phosphodiester bond. And what we call that then is our sugar phosphate backbone. So that sort of constant sugar, phosphate, sugar, phosphate, sugar, phosphate, we call that a backbone. The understanding of that will be more when we think about it being coiled, the backbones on the outside protecting what's on the inside. So it allows DNA to be quite stable. So if we focus on DNA, which is the middle diagram, you can see that it's double-stranded. If you imagine that pattern just repeating down on a massive long chain and then that twisting with each other and the strands are held together there with hydrogen bonds between the bases so the bases are on the inside the bases are organic and the bases are nitrogenous so they're nitrogen based and they actually could be quite reactive so they're on the inside protected in a spiral by the sort of mm -hmm. backbone allowing it to be stable the sugar is called deoxyribose in dna okay. so the pentose sugar yeah. is called deoxyribose so that hence the name deoxyribonucleic acid 
and then you've got the base. Now the bases, there's four bases. You can see they've got letters. A, T, C, G. A stands for adenine. T stands for thymine. C stands for cytosine. And G stands for guanine. And what you've got there is you've got your two hydrogen bonds holding together A and T. And three hydrogen bonds holding together, together C and, C and G. G. And again, there's more than one hydrogen bond. And that, again, increases the stability of DNA. Because you've got those bonds, more than one bond. And in fact, the more CG pairings there are in DNA, the more stable it is. Because the more bonds there are holding mm -hmm. the two strands together. A always binds to T, C always binds to G, and we call that complementary base pairing. So they'll always find each other. Mm -hmm. A will always find T, C will always find G, and so on. And then the RNA has a different pentose sugar. It's just called ribose sugar, and yep. it's single-stranded, so there's no need for complementary base pairing in just the DNA strand itself. Does RNA not look like DNA? It's got the same nucleotides. It's just not, not double-stranded. It's always a bit shorter as well than DNA. But what you'll find is no T's. There's no thymine in RNA. And it is replaced with a base called uracil. So a U. So instead of adenine always binding yeah. with thymine, it actually binds with uracil instead. So you know you were talking about how the, the base will react. What does that mean? It just means that it, it's a chemical that could possibly, if too near another chemical, would react with it. You and you don't want that to happen because it will form a different material or a different substance. Right. So it's best that it, it doesn't, because you don't want your DNA to degrade. So and yeah. you know these A, T, G, C and G, the names, yeah. will I have to know them? Yeah, but I think you'll get used to it the more you learn. It just becomes natural. One way to remember the pairings at the golf course. At the... Backwards? Yeah. At the golf course. Okay. So A to T always, mm -hmm. C to G always at the golf course. So you'll always remember the pairings. And then the names will just come. Okay. Now I, can, they, I don't even have to look them up, but then I've been teaching it years and years. Yeah. So, and that's kind of it. It's the sequence of the bases, so the order of the bases down the DNA, Yeah. that is the most important bit. That's the genetic information, because that's the bit that is going to make the protein. The okay? base? The bases, yeah. So the sequence of bases down the DNA is what is going to be translated into protein. Mm -hmm. Why is it called a base? I don't know. I don't know why it's called a base, but you know I said about base in the a, place. A, <laughs> about DNA of everything on this planet mm -hmm. contains that. Like those are the four bases. There's no other bases. So plants. So all the four animals. bases are A, T, C, and G. Yeah. And you. And you in RNA. So what, I mean, what's quite interesting is if anything ever came to this planet from another planet, like a living thing. It might wouldn't have this. It wouldn't have four. Thing. It might not have a four base pair DNA, and then you'd know it wasn't an Earth-based organism. Something from another planet might be, like if they had DNA, like our DNA, it might have six bases mm. or eight bases. So that's it. That is all the new info. So the sorts of questions you would get with this sort of information, there's, there's loads and loads of like, gives you DNA and it says, right, uh, show me one nucleotide, right. circle one nucleotide, or bits would be labelled with letters and it's like, right, so name this, name that. There was actually one draw, like, draw a nucleotide as well, a draw and label it. There's lots and lots of calculations that, you, that come up as well in DNA questions. They love throwing that in. And you've got one 
to okay. focus on. So we'll see how you go on with it. But it's the bases and the and the pairings, the complementary base pairings. It that um, it's easy to work out if you know how. So number one, nice and easy. And nucleic acids such as DNA are polymers made up of many repeating monomer units. Name the monomer from which nucleic acids are made. One mark. Oh, you already told me. The monomer. Oh, a nucleotide. nucleotide. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah? Yeah, that makes sense. Don't know uh, why question... I didn't get that straight away. <laughs> question two. Give two ways in which the nucleotides in DNA are different from the nucleotides in RNA. Is it the base? Yeah. The different, the U one? Yep. So DNA has... DNA has, I don't know. T, or thymine. Oh, yeah. Whereas RNA has... It's replaced by the U. The U, which is uracil. Okay, I wouldn't remember those names. Okay. But what's the other difference? D-deoxyribose sugar. Deoxyribose sugar in DNA. And ribose sugar in, in RNA. RNA. Yep, so that's two marks. Well done. Right, question three. Now, this is the calculation. Scientists determined that a sample of DNA contained 18% adenine. What were the percentages of thymine and guanine in this sample of DNA? So there's 18% adenine. What were the percentages? How of... would you work that out? Okay. So what <laughs> I've does... got no idea. So think about complementary base pairing. So does there have to be 18% of the other one as well? Yep, exactly. So there have to be 18% of thymine. And then you wouldn't know what the other one was. I mean, yes, you would. You, is you it 18 could. as well? No, it can't be. Well, it can't be 18. So the A1 has got 18. Yep. The T1 has got 18. So whatever's left. And le then whatever's left, you would have to half. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good girl. That's it. Hang on, let me work it out. Perfect. So 18 plus 18 is 36. 32. Yeah. Yes. Well done. <laughs> I'm really pleased with that. Well done. Well done. And oh, then, question four, I have to go into my other notebook Ooh. because we've moved on to notebook no, number two. two. <laughs> question four, mm -hmm. DNA is a polymer of nucleotides. Each nucleotide contains an organic base. Explain how the organic bases help to stabilise the structure of DNA. I thought it was the, the pentosugar and the phosphite was the stabilising bit. They they can they form the backbone which yeah. is stabilising, but what's going on with the bases? That's the the hydrogen stable. bonds exactly. So there's hydrogen bonds between the bases holding the strands together. Yeah. And, and the more C and G ones you have, the stronger yeah, it is. Good. The more hydrogen bonds there are, the more stable it will be. Yeah. So many hydrogen bonds increase stability. That's mm -hmm. it. Done. Is that it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that good. Was wasn't it? Yeah. That's nice. There was a question, because the thing is, the next step is to talk about DNA replication. A lot of questions about DNA and its structure and function relate to the how easily it re replicates as well. So you kind of have to know that before you can answer some of like, right. the big questions. Like, okay. like next week, there'll be like a five marker or a six marker on the structure and function of DNA. But you need to know that information about replication first. Okay. All right? Yeah. So there were some nice little questions there. <laughs> Right, it's December now, so new wider quite reading. New wider reading. So I'm going to recommend the magazine, Science Magazine podcast. It's very similar to New Scientist Weekly, which I recommended the month before last. Mm. So it's basically the American version, if that makes sense. Right. So like Science Magazine is America's New Scientist magazine. Oh right, okay. And it has a 
alongside it a podcast which talks about the stories in the magazine in the podcast. But it's just American people talking about it. But it's still a little relevant. Like this week's episode is talking about trying to stop the spread of coronavirus in schools and all that sort of thing, which everyone really needs to know about and think about. And I've got a book as well that I'd like to recommend. Um, it's called What is Life? And it's by somebody called Paul Nurse. And it's sort of got this sort of subheading of understand biology in five steps. It's a new find for me. I've not, I'd never read it or heard about it before. Mm. But I thought it was still a really good book. It's the sort of book that I'd probably recommend to somebody to read in between finishing GCSE and starting A-level biology. Because it's, it's kind of a, a definite all-rounder. It doesn't concentrate so much on A-level content. Like what your wider reading should be kind of A-level standard in order to get you the marks and the essay and that sort of thing. This does have some of that more towards the end. Mm. But it really pulls together so many key areas of biology. And I just like like cells and and genetics and basic areas of biology. It's still worth a read even at this level. So if you're in year 12 and you're just coming up to like the end of your first term, it's still Mm. worth a read, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to somebody that was finishing year 13 soon or Mm. halfway through year 13. So yeah, I'm I'm recommending that. What is life? What is life? And it's not that long either. It's not not that big. don't hurt me. It's not a massive... (laughs) Don't hurt me no more. Yeah, I listened to it on Audible, and it was only five hours. So it's not, not a long. massive no. book either. It's a short one. Mm. It's a short read. You'd probably read it in a day. Right, round up. DNA and RNA are types of nucleic acid, and they are polymers. The monomers are called nucleotides. A typical nucleotide structure involves a phosphate, a pentose sugar, and an organic nitrogenous base. These three components are joined together by condensation reaction. When the nucleotides join together, a phosphodiester bond forms between the pentose sugar of one nucleotide and the phosphate of the next, this repeating down the long strand forming a stabilising sugar phosphate backbone. In a DNA molecule, the pentose sugar is called deoxyribose and there are four bases, guanine, cytosine, azanine and thymine. DNA is a double helix, meaning two polynucleotide strands are bound together by hydrogen bonds and the strands spiral around each other with the bases on the inside protected by the sugar phosphate backbone. Adenine only binds to thymine with two hydrogen bonds and cytosine only ever binds to guanine with three hydrogen bonds. This is called complementary base pairing. The sequence of bases provides the genetic information carried in the DNA molecule. RNA is used to transfer genetic information to the ribosomes in the cytoplasm to form proteins. RNA is single-stranded. The pentose sugar is called ribose and there is no thymine. Instead, RNA contains uracil as its fourth base instead. Okay, got any takeaways? Yeah, my first one is at the golf course. Mm -hmm. A, T and then G and C. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that nucleotide is the monomer. Is it the monomer? Absolutely. The yeah. monomer of DNA. Yeah, or RNA. And that is uh, an RNA, and it's got phosphate, pentose sugar, and a base. And the base is nitrogen-based. Okay, if you wanted to contact us, you can go to teachmescience.co.uk. That's our website. That's got all the resources you'll need from every episode and all the episodes as well. It's also where you'll find the updated wider reading. We have Twitter and you can tweet at us at teachmebiocast. You can drop us an email at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. 
And we've also got Instagram, and that is at teachmebiologycast. Um, we'd like to talk about someone who has sent us a lovely email. Yes. We do sometimes get some nice messages through social media, and mm-hmm. uh, we put it on Instagram. But we never, ever check the email because we never, ever get emails. Also, um, it's my job, and I always forget to do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, when we first started out, we kind of asked, oh... You know, if you if you do some great revision, send us pictures mm. or all that sort of stuff. Get in touch, just talk to us. But no one ever really did, so we stopped checking the email. Yeah. And when we actually did check it last week, we, we had a lovely, email. a lovely email. <laughs> so we had somebody contact us called Ethan, and we were just really chuffed when we read it. So it says, Dear Ria and Sarah, my name is Ethan, and I'm enjoying your podcast a lot. I am a landscape architecture master's student, not an A-level biology student, but I listen to your podcast to keep learning new things. I really appreciate what you all are doing and can't wait for the next episode. Hope you're all having a great day and keep up the good work. Sincerely, Ethan. So the fact that somebody took their time to sort of yeah. get in touch and, and contact and talk to us was, was really lovely. Mm-hmm. And we feel really bad because he wrote to us in like October and we never mm. noticed it. So it's obviously now the end of December. Look, I promised to it's check the email. <laughs> beginning of December and, and we just, it's as if we say we've ignored it and we haven't ignored it. We were so yes. happy last week that, that somebody had got in touch with us. You it's know, just nice just, to know someone listening. Yeah. So, so thank you it. so much, Ethan. We hope that you are still enjoying the podcast and that you haven't fell out with us for <laughs> ignoring you, though we didn't mean to. And, and obviously, best of luck with your masters. That is amazing, know, yeah. really amazing. And our sister is doing a masters right now, and it and it's you know it's really tough, really tough on her, yeah. especially during a pandemic as well where you can't actually go to uni and be with people well done and, and we really hope it's going well for you and um, thank you for listening and just for telling us that you're listening and that you're enjoying it so mm-hmm. thank you so much was that the bell yeah that was well okay cool i've got choir practice today choir practice yes Brilliant. for the christmas for the christmas do yeah nice some some choir practice what's your favorite song so far um, my favourite song, and only because it's the only song I can think of, <laughs> that one where you go, over the hills and over the valleys, oh, oh and love, love. shone down over the world. <laughs> Such a good song. I had a dream that I was standing on a hillside. <laughs> Save it for choir practice. <laughs> Don't, I don't can't think of any Christmas hymns. Oh, like, um, Good King Wenceslas Last Looked Out. Yeah, love it. I can't Haven't think of any more. That That's it. It's a bit of Jingle Bells. Away yeah. in a Manger. What do people do at carol concerts? I can't even think of any. Away in a Manger. Yeah. That's Deck about bells. it. I don't know. That's about it. On the twelfth day of Christmas. <laughs> you usually get a little play about Jesus. Yeah. I was in a carol concert performance when i was in year eight at school i listeners are thinking here we go i was in the carol (laughs) concert performance of the birth of jesus and i hope ethan's enjoying your uh, i was a the second person at the inn so i turned mary away no we meant that inn (laughs) i've been sarah matthews and I'm Rhea Corbett. So um, this was Teach Me Biology. Thank you for listening. See Bye. you later. Bye.